There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? It's the Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus here on Fox Sports Radio on the iHeartRadio app. You know what the key to making... Um, you know what the key... The real key to being a leader and making tough decisions is is you really do have to cut emotions out of it. And it's a hard thing, right? Because we are in a time in which emotions tie us so much, even more so than, than in years in the past. And while football is going on and hoops is getting ready to crank up and you got college and pro and you got uh, the Deion Sanders story, we have this weird Justin Fields story in Chicago where he hasn't played well and now feels like he's blaming the coaching. I got to tell you, the Shohei Otani, so Shohei Otani had surgery on his elbow yet again, Tommy John surgery. And you look back at it, and I'll be honest with you, like we talked about it on this show, on this podcast, on the radio show as well. And every baseball guy's like, dude, you, you got to trade Shohei Otani. You, you just have to trade Shohei Otani. And the only thing keeping the Angels to Shohei Otani was the emotions of, hey, they play kind of well and maybe we can make the playoffs. But in terms of business sense, you had to cut off any emotions and just deal them and get the most you can because you could still theoretically re-sign Shohei Otani if you offer him the most money. Now, you couldn't see him breaking down. I don't think that's something you could have could have foretold. But remember, at the trade deadline, Mike Trout was still out. And I understand that since Shohei and, frankly, Mike Trout has been out again, you know, they've lost six in a row. They've gone through several swoons. Does anybody realize this is a team? I mean, go back and look at their record. There was a time when it wasn't this terrible. You, You go back to July 27th, and they were 54 and 49. 54 and 49. They are now 68 and 83. That is unbelievable. And if Shohei, who's already back in Japan, already had surgery, already cleared out his locker, did say go Halos in his tweet, whoever tweeted for him. But they are 68 and 49. I mean, that does not take a tremendous amount of math. You know, to say that they have won 14 games, 
14 games since they were 54 and 49. Or you can even go to, they were 56 and 51. So 56 and 51. Right? That was July 31st. Since August 1st. Since August 1st. They've won 12 games. 12 games. I, I, I mean, it just, it feels like some sort of record. Right? And you're like, they've won, tw- yeah, yes. And they've lost, what is it, 30, 34 games? It's unbelievable how bad they've become. And they get nothing except for one compensatory pick if Shohei doesn't come back to the Angels. And I can only tell you that the reason this decision was made was not, you could say it was business decision to sell tickets for Shohei and down the stretch of having Shohei and Mike Trout. All right. Okay. But this thing is an abject disaster. He's in Japan. His locker's empty. They're the worst team in the sport. They get one stinking compensatory pick. And they could have gotten, at least on some level, on some level, a Pirates bounty for Shohei Otani, and they chose not to engage. And I would guess that a high percentage of it was the emotions of the, hey, we've been in it this long. We do have an outside shot. What the hell? Roll the dice. But all the odds were stacked against you, and here's why you go with the odds. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Let's um, change pace here. Matt Ganyard is the kickoff specialist for the Virginia um, Virginia Cavaliers. You're like, why are you having a Virginia football player on, a Virginia kicker on? Well, wait to hear his story. He's 34 years old. He is a, a UVA graduate, but he spent 10 years in the military. I thought you'd love this story. Let's welcome in one of the unique stories in college football. You know, there's been lots of players who they pop up and you see their age and you're like, wait, what, what is that? How does that happen? And when I read some of Matt Ganyard's story, 
I thought to myself, well, this is a guy I got to catch up to. I got to talk to because there's a lot to it. He's kicker for the University of Virginia. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Doug. I appreciate you having me on. Um, okay, so you were you a military kid growing up? I was, yeah. Uh, Dad was a career Marine, flew uh, F-18, same jet set, the Blue Angels fly, um, and so bounced around uh, East Coast, West Coast uh, all my life. So, uh, yeah, proud, proud Marine brat. Okay, so wait, wait, hold on a second. So your dad flies the Blue Angels. Was he really a Marine, or did he fly around at all these all these Marine shows? No, he. So he wasn't a Blue Angel. Just uh, just flew the the same jets that they do. Oh, okay. The same, the same jets that they do. Um, high school in San Diego. Correct. Yep. Uh, spent my last two years out there. So spent the first two years of high school in uh, outside the DC area in Maryland, and then the last two out in San Diego. What's that like? What's the life of an athlete and a military brat like bouncing school to school, part of the country, part of the country? You know, it's it's interesting. You become a lot tighter with your family, I think, because whenever you move, that's, that's who you have around you. Um, and so you, you hold on to those bonds a lot, a lot tighter. Um, but I always found it really, really fun, really exciting to be able to start a new chapter. Um, certainly, uh, as you grow up later in uh, middle school and high school, certainly finding those friends becomes a little more of a challenge because everybody's got their little niches. But uh, I was very fortunate to move to a place in San Diego and Coronado that uh, military town uh, by trade and very welcoming to uh, military folks and uh, great, great life lifelong friends I was able to develop there. Now, you were a soccer player in high school, were you not? I was, yeah. played soccer all my life. Uh, never actually really kicked a football until after my senior year of high school uh, soccer season ended. Just kind of picked up a ball. My, my brother and my dad had always asked me, you know, you've got a big leg. Could you ever kick a football? And so I remember explicitly the day going out and just kicking on my high school field and realized it was much harder than it looks. Uh, it still is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, soccer guy through and through. So you get done with high school, then what? So went to uh, UVA undergrad as well. I'm so proud to come back and kind of complete the story and complete the circle back in Charlottesville. Uh, but, uh, you know, just went as a normal student. Um, went to UVA, great academic school, and didn't, didn't necessarily go to a school for soccer. I realized early on that I wasn't going to be able to play Division One soccer, and so I just wanted to go to a school uh, that I really felt at home uh, at, and UVA fit that bill. Um, so just kind of started kicking first year and second year here and uh, got good enough just through some YouTube videos and uh, kind of training on my own that I, I felt the need that, you know, I could try out uh, – uh, my second year and tried out under uh, Coach Al Gro back when he was here back in 2009. Uh, went nine for nine, but uh, they had about three guys on roster, so um, not not looking to take a fourth guy who with no real experience, which I understand in hindsight. So you tried out in 2009 and yeah. you didn't make it. Now, were you ROTC the whole time? Were you, no. What was, no? No. So, uh, actually, you know, growing up in the military family, you know, I think people see, okay, you did military like your dad, probably did ROTC or kind of got pushed into it. Never never got pushed into it from him. Um, never really thought it would be my path. Always thought it was his thing. And it wasn't about until probably my junior or senior year that I really started uh, looking uh, more intently at the Marine Corps and aviation side specifically. And so I uh, just came here as a normal student. So I got to do the normal life, didn't have any obligations in terms of RTC or uh, RC team. And so love my four years here as an undergrad. Uh, were you a frat guy? I and mean, did you do this, the sweater around the I neck? Was, I yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah. What, 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 fr- what, fr- what frat? I was a uh, Phi Delta Theta, Phi Delta. All right, so find out, find out, find outs in Charlottesville are known as like what's what's the fight? Like, are they the the sports guys? Is that the party? Is that the party one? Like, what what is it? Nerds? You gotta get the ladies. What 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 is the what are the find outs known known as? Back in my day, and I can say that I guess now that's been about fifteen years. Uh, it was known 
to be the, the nice guys. Uh, we certainly weren't the partiers necessarily. Uh, we, we certainly had parties, but uh, weren't known to be the partiers. Um, we had a few guys on the football team, uh, the starting kicker at the time. Rob Randolph was a, was a fraternity brother of mine. And, uh, so, you know, just good quality guys and uh, definitely have some lifelong friends who have been uh, along the ride in, in this journey since the beginning. So, so you, you graduate from Virginia and then what? Mm-hmm. So, you know, after the football thing kind of didn't work out uh, sophomore, junior year, just kind of kept it on the side. Um, I I always saw it as initially, you know, you can go out very similar to hitting the golf ball in the golf range. All you need is a field and a a ball and a tee. And so did it kind of just on the side and, you know, take out some energy and some aggression and go kick the football. Um, Started my Marine Corps career, commissioned that fall after graduation. Went uh, down to Pensacola for two years and uh, learned to fly, uh, attack helicopters, or initially just helicopters down there and then attack helicopters out in San Diego. Uh, but uh, it wasn't until probably after that flight school timeline of the first two years in the Marine Corps that, you know, I, I thought long term of, you know, after this eight years of commitment uh, is up, um, a weird thing with the, the aviation side is after they train you, you owe eight years back. So it ends up being about 10 years, which is what I did. Um, I I thought, okay, at that point, do I want to stay in for a career like my dad did and do the 20 or start the next chapter? And so just thinking long-term, I I thought I wanted to, you know, start the next chapter whenever that time came, eight years down the road. And so I knew graduate school and the GI Bill being able to pay for it was an incredible opportunity. And so I figured that I would probably go back to business school eventually um, and then just happen to look up uh, the NCAA rules on whether my eligibility would last, how that all worked, and found that there's a weird rule that essentially freezes your eligibility clock when you're active duty. And so I've used four years just as an undergraduate, just being a full-time student, which I think a lot of people, including myself, didn't realize uh, that regardless of whether you're playing a sport, you use that eligibility. And so I had one year left from when I graduated and went on active duty to uh, getting off active duty and finishing out that one year. So um, it, it all kind of worked out in a weird, weird way. Okay, but before we get to that, okay, so you're essentially 10 years in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you serve in a- any wartime stuff? No. So um, I did one deployment on a uh, small ship called an LPD, um, kind of don't think as big as a battery or a uh, – Aircraft carrier necessarily has a few spots on the back just for helicopters to land. Um, we did a deployment, kind of stayed in the Mediterranean off the northern coast of Africa uh, for a few months and um, then came back and spent the last four years of my career as an instructor. So just one deployment, didn't end up seeing any combat time, um, which, you know, people ask, do you feel cheated in a way or bummed that you didn't see combat time? And I, it's a weird question I think everybody kind of faces uh, when they get out if they don't see combat. And to me, it's I'll never I'm never crazy enough to say that I'm mad that I never got shot at or didn't see combat. Um, you know, I got to come home to my wife and kids, and that's that's really all that matters. Um, but in another aspect, you know, you train uh, to someday potentially be called to be put in harm's way. Um, and so it's, it's in a way, in a weird way, it's like a lot of scrimmages and never actually seeing the game. But if the game is being shot at, then uh, I think I'm very happy that, again, I can come home to my family safe and sound. So uh, no combat time. Um, you mentioned as an instructor, were you an instructor as a helicopter pilot? That- I was, yeah. yeah but I uh, trained uh, the next kind of set of men and women that were learning to fly the attack helicopter out in San Diego. Why... Why are helicopters, at least again, this is outside looking in, and I think sports fans <laughs> obviously know the, 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 the Kobe crash, but it, it feels like helicopters are more dangerous than airplanes. What's the reality to it? Why, why is flying a helicopter seemingly so much more difficult? 
Yeah, I, I would have to look at the stats to see whether they are in actuality, but I understand the, the perception. Um, one thing, there's there's no ejection seat. Like a lot of military jets have the ejection seat. So um, if the plane's going down, you can't just get out of the helicopter. Um, you're essentially using physics and auto-rotating, letting the air kind of push up through the blades and trying to slow down as you get close to the ground. Um, so there's that aspect. Uh, helicopters are also flying normally a lot closer to the ground, which I love that aspect of, you know, flying out in the desert 10, 15 feet off the ground. Um, but that comes with natural increased risk by being that close to the ground. Um, and it's just a, you know, planes seem to logically make sense. Helicopters, I think, will scare a lot of people just because you look at it and you think that things shouldn't be able to fly. And you know, flying it around, I, I try not to think about it too much, especially flying over water. It's not ideal if it were to go in the water. Uh, but uh, it was a it was a great machine to be able to fly and spend eight years doing. So you get done, and mm-hmm. you decide to go back to business school at UVA. What was the conversation like with the football staff? So it, it kind of started probably two years maybe a year before leaving the Marine Corps. So this was probably during COVID 2021 timeframe um, that I, I'd been going to high school kicking camps. I know that sounds crazy that a 30 some year old at the time was going to these high school kicking camps, but that was my way of trying to simulate pressure, trying to get exposure, trying to have somebody validate that I could do this. Um, so a lot of different uh, aspects and going to those camps. And so I was able to use that film to, to reach out to coaches and kind of cold call them and uh, send, in, send in DMs to try and gain some interest. But it was a very narrow list. Um, I Very early on, I made it clear with my wife that if I was going to do this, I wasn't ever going to sacrifice the quality of education. Um, this Going back to grad school with a family, giving up two years of a salary to do that, the goal was a great MBA program, and I wasn't going to – sacrifice that and the opportunities I could get leaving NBA just for uh, the opportunity to play football. So I was very much willing to walk away from this 10 plus year dream if it meant that I couldn't do it at the the academic level that I wanted to. Um, and it, it made it very tight in terms of opportunities because uh, Ivy League doesn't allow uh, fifth year players. Um, and then you look at the list of top business schools and the list becomes very small at that point. Um, and so uh, I, I really started reaching out to those coaches uh, intently and uh, developing those relationships and was fortunate enough to find uh, the UVA special teams analyst, Drew Meyer, uh, and develop a relationship with him and kind of be able to gain his trust to kind of take a chance on this. Obviously, a 30-some-year-old reaching out and saying, hey, I, I've never played football before, uh, but I've got this great idea, and I think I can help your team. It, it takes a lot of trust and very much a leap of faith for a coach uh, to take this to a head coach and say, hey, I've got the story. Uh, I think you can help this team. And so uh, I'm certainly indebted to Coach Meyer on that one and Coach Elliott again for taking that chance. Uh, I understand that that's a, a huge risk and uh, taking a roster spot. And I was very clear with Coach Meyer and Coach Elliott that I didn't want to be you know, a good story, and that's it. I, I understand there's the good story aspect in all this, but – that's not good enough to, to earn a roster spot. If I, if I was going to be on the team, I wanted to contribute um, and was fortunate enough to, to win a spot once I got here. But I was very intent that it was, this was not a PR stunt. This was not me just trying to live out a dream and use the story. It was, I, I want to come here. I want to win a job and I want to contribute. What, what has it been like? It's been fantastic. It's it's absolutely surreal. I, I, whenever anybody asks me, I'm always grinning ear to ear, just talking about it. Um, it's it's lived up to everything I've imagined, and then more. Um, I, I don't think I really thought the day to day of you know what the practice would look like, and because I had no football experience, you know. And so um, even even the more monotonous type things, like sitting in meetings, I find myself reminding myself to. This is incredible. Like what I'm getting to do and the opportunity to do this at my age is an incredible opportunity. I, I can't take any of it for granted. I get one season to do this, and so I'm trying to just soak in every second of every part of this journey. What about your wife and kids? How have they, how have they handled this transition? 
You know, it's it's been tough in terms of just time commitment. Um, we knew that going in. She's my wife, Marie, has been an absolute rock star, military wife, transitioning to a busy busy uh, MBA program and job recruiting and all that uh, to this uh, the football side of things. And she knew this was a goal of mine for as long as we've been together. But um, admittedly, it, you know, it's it's my time with the football team means that less time with her and the kids. So uh, after this is all done, I'm, I'm looking forward to paying her back in terms of uh, time with them and with her. Uh, but she's, she's an absolute champ, and um, we're, we're actually found a way to uh, carve out some time and getting a, going out on a date night for the first time all season tonight. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, okay. This is a big night. It's a big, where, where are you? Big, I mean, big night. Where, where are you taking her? Uh, she, admittedly, she made the reservations, uh, nice little, uh, Mediterranean restaurant in Charlottesville. So, uh, excuse me, Italian, uh, she's going to laugh at me when I say it was Mediterranean, uh, Italian spot in Charlottesville. Tabula, so, okay. Um, so you make, make sure you put the phone away, right? Got to make sure you oh, put the phone absolutely. away. Um, absolutely. Being present is definitely something I, I try to work on more and more. And obviously with, uh, a busy MBA program and outside distractions, trying to come home and make sure that you, you put that phone down and you're present with her and the kids. It's definitely something I continue to work on and want to make sure I'm, I'm there for. All right, I'm going to give you the vet move here. Okay, The vet move is Absolutely. when you're sitting across from her, but then like at some point, go sit next to her. Go sit Ooh. next to her. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Listen. All right. No, like there you that. go. Um, I'm not going okay. to tell her you told me that. But no, 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 no. Like this that. is this is this is just in the circle of trust, bro. Talk. Yeah, that that's that that's Perfect. all that's all this is. Matt Gaynor joining us. Your, okay, so you all your listeners. You 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 handle kickoffs, but like, when are we going to get to see you kick a field goal? <laughs> Number one, that, that's certainly not to me. Um, Will Betcher's I got all the confidence in the world for, of him. Um, he's he's been a great guy to get to know, get to compete against. Um, and I, I told uh, Coach Meyer and Coach Elliott coming in, you know, I, I want to, uh, if nothing else, iron sharpens iron. And I think giving him some good competition uh, through fall camp and these early uh, weeks has been great for the both of us. And I think we've both gotten better because of it. Uh, but he he outright won the job in fall camp, and I absolutely respect that. And all I can do is, if uh, if the opportunity presents itself for whatever reason, I'd be ready, um, next man up, and do your job type mentality. But uh, for right now, you know, I'm obviously very supportive of making sure he he's his best come game time. What what's it like? I mean, I was I'm watching last weekend. You guys are or last last Friday, right? You're up fourteen nothing, then all of a sudden Maryland just comes storming <laughs> storming back. Um, and one of the things with kickers yeah. are you're kind of fly on the wall, right? Like you can't, you're not the middle linebacker, you're not the quarterback, you can't hop in the middle and pump guys up. But as the grown up in the room, um, what what can you do to help kind of help turn the ship around a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Maryland's a tough one, uh, tough pill to swallow for me because you know I feel that, that momentum swing being a fourth. You're old enough to remember when but, Virginia and Maryland were rivals in the <laughs> ACC. Like you actually were there when they were in the ACC. Like when I was in the college, the first time, 100%. they were in the I ACC. Yep, I remember watching Chris Long sack the uh, quarterback uh, and get a safety in that big game. So, yeah, absolutely. Remember that near and dear to my heart. Um, but I, certainly from the Maryland standpoint, I was, uh, yeah, that, that first touchdown was on my head. I, I did put the ball in the, the right spot for our uh, coverage scheme. So, certainly frustrated with how that uh, tide shifted quickly. Um, so, definitely a good learning lesson for me to put the ball where it needs to be. Um, but um, in terms of just – as you said, I'm a kicker. Um, I, I certainly know my role in terms of the, the grand scheme of things, of uh, being able to make an impact. So, one, just making sure when I am out there, I, I make as good of an impact as I can. Uh, but then when I'm on the sideline, trying to be that positive reinforcement as best I can without being too much of a rah-rah cheerleader. I think there's a, a delicate dance you do as a – uh, not you're not a captain, you're not a quarterback type guy uh, that's going to be in the middle of the mix pumping people up, but there's certainly a role I can play in terms of keeping people's heads up, remembering what, what part of the game it's in, how much game's left to play. So uh, that's certainly a role I'm trying to develop into. 
As a as a former Marine, what we can't have you do during this year is we can't have you pull a Sam Martin. Sam Martin's the punter for the Bills. Did you see that week one whiff on a tackle where it was it was it was not a for all of the kicking, punting brethren, it was one of the worst looks you guys can have. You're expected yeah. as a former Marine to somehow, we don't care how, to take a dude down if he's coming at you. Yeah, you know, I told my wife before all this started, I would I would love to get a tackle uh, on the stat books. I don't think she loves that idea. Uh, <laughs> but I, I would love to add that to this uh, year's accomplishments. Um I, I was bummed I, I missed the uh, tackle on the, the kickoff return for a touchdown against Maryland. I think uh, there's a video floating around of uh, you know a 34 year old chasing down an 18 year old uh, for a run back. But what, what, what is what is that what is that feeling like when you see that guy running and you're like, holy cow, I got to stop this touchdown. Yeah, there's certainly an element of wow. This this football happens quickly. You know, yes. watching it on TV it looks like it's fast, and then you're on the field, and it's three times faster in real life. Um, and then there's certainly an element of in the back of my mind, not in the forefront, in the back of don't pull a hamstring trying to go for this guy. But um, I think ego takes over and competitive uh, intensity takes over. I'm, I was giving all my God, giving it all I could to, to bring him down, but uh, certainly he was the fast, fast return guy. So uh, I, th- I think I, I like getting in the mix of uh, the returns, but also I would prefer just to put it out of the back of the end zone. So that's the goal at the end of the day is just hit some touchbacks, not have to worry about any tackles and uh, let my body get through a full season because it's, it's definitely not the same as kicking at 18 years old. No, no question about it. Last thing, this was a decade-long dream of yours, mm-hmm. this fascination you've had with it. Considering all you've done to get to this point, was it worth it? Is, is it what you thought it would be? Absolutely. Um, I... One hundred percent. I'm just sitting here thinking about if I could go back and tell myself at, at all the different turning points and ups and downs of this, uh, this whole journey of how how much fun it is right now and how surreal of an experience it is. Absolutely worth it. I'm very lucky to have the supportive uh, group around me, supportive family, supportive wife, um, supportive friends. But uh, 100% worth it. And I think long term, what I want to be able to look back on is a good example for my kids. Um, I think this is a, a crazy path to, to get to where I am, but uh, I, I'm proud of the kind of the resilience I had throughout it. And so I'm, I'm hoping that 10, 15 years down the road, when my kids are chasing their dreams, that they'll see this and be like, okay, you know, go after the dream and until. Every door is closed. Keep knocking on the next one. So that's kind of what I hope hope to have uh, in terms of uh, showing them down the road. No question about it. It's an, it's an amazing story. And, of course, kicking off, you're the first one in, much like the Marines are the first ones in and the last ones <laughs> the last ones, ones out. Matt, thanks so much to you and your dad for serving our country, man. And uh, this story is a good one. I really appreciate you joining us and telling it on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks so much for having me, Doug. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Let's get to what the Fox says. And now. <laughs> What's up, the Fox? Here's Dan Patrick and Ryan Fitzpatrick talking about Russell Wilson. Can Russell Wilson play himself out of the Hall of Fame? Yes. Is he playing himself out of the Hall of Fame? Yes. I think he is. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one this week, too, at Miami. Um or I don't know if they're at, they're playing Miami, but whose whose fault is that going to be? As that continues to go south, is that Sean Payton or is that wristband Russell? I think we're uh, we're all intrigued on that one. But I don't know what happened. Like, how does it? You go from being this, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback, unbelievable career, and then all of a sudden you fall off, you know, the cliff here. What what happens? Yeah, I, I mean, I think. Sometimes you don't know how good you have it until until it's gone, and that was a historic defense in Seattle. Um, that was a great situation that he was put in. Look, and he played really well, and you know, it just as soon as this whole let Russ cook thing happened. And he wanted to go to another place because he wants to have more control and show that he can do it somewhere else. Uh, it, the grass is not always greener. And I think this is a situation that definitely points to that. This is an amazing discussion to talk about him playing his way out of the Hall of Fame. Like that he was really a product of the system. I think it's a little bit unfair if I was to say it, if Dan was to say it, if Colin was to say it. If the odd couple were to say it, but for uh, NFL players, NFL quarterbacks, especially, and Ryan Fitzpatrick's not the only one. Other NFL quarterbacks have been critical. And look, Russ is not a guy that's been beloved or even liked by a lot of his contemporaries, but generally quarterbacks take care of quarterbacks. And in this case, they're all like, dude, he's not good. And it does make Seattle and does make Pete Carroll and what they were doing to protect him look a whole lot better. Um. Yeah, I mean, even if you go back to when they lost in the Super Bowl, yes, the defense made Malcolm Butler made a great play, but that ball was way too high. Now it was way too high because he's small, but it was also just way too high. I think it's a fascinating, fascinating discussion. Here's Colin Cowherd talking about Coach Prime. College football and basketball fans are older than NFL and NBA fans. I've seen the data on that. And maybe they don't like new. Well, maybe they do. The most streamed college football game ever for that network. The most watched Saturday night college football game ever for that network. It's fun. It's new. I don't know how long it lasts. It doesn't feel like a 401k. Don't touch it forever. And then you wake up one day and 25, 30 years later, it gives you something great. It doesn't feel like Joe Parr, Bobby Bowden. It doesn't. Who cares? Dating's fun, too, not just marriage. I think it lasts four or five years. Maybe it goes to the NFL. Maybe it's a couple years. I saw a piece of 
video yesterday, Dion's like telling his kid, you're not going pro yet. You're not going pro. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for Dion and his son next year again. I'm here for it. We got plenty of quarterbacks. Washington's got one. Oregon's got one. USC, North Carolina, Duke, Florida State. Everybody's got quarterback. Colorado, Deion Sanders' son, he can stay. I'm here for it. Probably get beat by Oregon. But the fans tell us what they want. Entertain them. No question. I think it's, it is a fun story, you know, and we asked the question throughout the radio show. And the question is, are you still cheering for them to win? Now they're back to being an underdog this weekend. So I still think there's a feel good element to it, but there does get to the point where there's a bit of saturation to it, but the entertainment quality is high. People are into the story. It's bringing back college football fans who haven't watched college football in years and as I said after week one like he's saving college football I truly believe that to be the case Um, this is Jonas Knox talking about Sean McVay's decision to kick a field goal down 10 points in the final seconds of Sunday's loss to the Niners. The decision to kick the field goal in that final play, and you could say, well, why not you know, just take a knee in that spot? It, it's an opportunity in a real game to get a rep at a, a, a spot like field goal in that moment. I didn't look at it. I would love for him to be gambling on, on his team's games. I would love for that to happen. I want nothing more than another scandal like that to pop up. That's, I mean, this is sports talk radio. That's what we are built on. That's not the case here. And everyone's trying to make it seem like, well, he knew what the spread was in that spot. No, he's just giving his guy, that unit, an opportunity to kick in a real game. And as he laid out, the previous play went a little bit longer than they thought. And so why you know, put Matt Stafford out there to take potentially another hit? So kick the field goal. What's the problem? But everybody wants a conspiracy theory even when there's not a conspiracy theory. Agree with you there. Completely agree with you there. I mean, completely and completely agree with you there. Um, Jay Stu, I know you're Mr. Conspiracy Theory on this deal. I am not. Um, It, you know, the truth sometimes doesn't satisfy the masses. But when I saw it initially, this was my thought. And it remains my thought as to what exactly he was doing. And that's what the fact says. Fox says. What does the fox say? Let's find out who or what's annoying Jason Stewart. And now... It's your annoying. Uh, Doug, Tom Brady, Coach Prime, and Shadur Sanders had this exchange. I want to say it's on the Let's Go podcast, but it, it looks like it's on some other podcast, but they just had this exchange. One question before I go, Tom, do you think a college kid needs a phantom like a Rose Royce? Nah. Hey, no, it's not a phantom. It's a Rolls Royce cousin. cousin. I think he needs to get his ass in the film room and spend as Thank much you. time in there as possible. Thank you, Less Tom. Less time in the car and more time in the film room. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. I seen you have one too, Tom. Don't think I, I seen you. <laughs> I was just a rental. Hey, I had a few bucks in my pocket at that point. I, I'll see some car stories <laughs> when we're together next time. That's awesome. So this was uh, on what, the Let's Go podcast. And yeah, so what, what's annoying about it? It, there's just something unseemly about a 19-year-old, white or black, it doesn't matter what, what color, having a Rolls-Royce in, in college, talking about it, flaunting it. Um, it kind of goes back to Saturday night, you know, when Shadour chose to do the interview post-game with the sunglasses and the Rolex, and he was flashing his Rolex to Colorado State. There's something unseemly. It doesn't feel right to me. Um, that's what's annoying about this. I, I know that this was all kind of a joke and that Tom is a good friend of, of Prime and this was an exchange between friends, but I just think it's unseemly that he's talking about having a Rolls Royce. I don't know if I'd use the word unseemly, but I understand what you're saying. Like, there is the, there's there's an amount of, uh, what's the word, privilege there, right? That is remarkable. Now, on the other hand, Supposedly, like he's one of the highest paid NIL athletes in in collegiate sports, so he can buy it. I just, yeah, I mean, I I love also the idea that Dion's like, what do you think? Should he have one? Well, you're his dad, you know? (laughs) You actually can't, and you're his coach, so you actually can say like, hey, you can have one, but you can leave it at home and drive something kind of reasonable. So, um, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that, you touch upon you touch upon this on the radio show, and there's something to this. 
there was a socioeconomic, uh, I guess, layer to Travis Hunter getting hurt and the late hit in overtime against Shadour. I think there's a socioeconomic uh, layer to this, and this is this is what it is. You have kids largely that came from nothing, and then in Colorado State's case, they're not getting. They probably don't have an NIL deal. They're literally just they're playing college football. A lot of them aspire to be NFL players, but they're not. So if you're if you're if you are, like you said, having this entitled thing where you're you're flashing the Rolex before the game and stuff, <laughs> you're almost asked to be hurt on the field. Um, so, anyways, there, there's a lot of layers to this. Agreed. Uh, Prime is Prime kind of entered the second part of my of this. This is what Prime said about uh, his kids going to the NFL next year. Shadour, look, this is. You gonna be in the NFL next year? I didn't know he ain't. I didn't say you. I said we gotta play some next year. I said both of us. What'd you say? We? I said we gotta play them next year. Play who? What you trying to say? What you trying to say? But y'all ain't going nowhere. It's amazing that all the sound from Prime is like somebody rolling tape on. I just got the feeling that there are there's a camera on him at all times, and it caught this exchange with Shiloh, basically telling him that he and Shadour are not going to the NFL next year. And what I find annoying about this is that I don't think this is about his kids. I think this is about him. I think if they do stay in school, which will be, or if Shadur does for sure, then it it's, seems like it's an all-prime decision at that point. You know, what's the old thing? Like, if you have a lottery ticket, cash it. There's no guarantee he's going to be healthy tomorrow. Like, what? why would he stay in school if he's a top 10 pick? Um, I mean, like, look, for quarterbacks, there have been guys that come back for another year. But, yes, it does feel like it's – it's like all things. It's not about the kids. It's not about the school. It's about prime. That's how he rolls. Any others? This became a story uh, yesterday, midday. Um, a USC reporter, USC reporter for uh, a Southern California uh, news operation that writes for the Register and the Daily News. Um, he has been suspended. His access to USC has been revoked for two weeks. And the the former blue check mark, everybody who has a broadcast and journalism degree came out and said this is a control thing, this sucks, this is you know First Amendment, the old First Amendment thing. There's uh, as we were talking pre-show today, there was just something that that's that's more to this than it than it seems. The reason why the blue check mark brigade got all up in arms is because what was initially reported was that this reporter had his access revoked when they reported on an exchange between two freshmen about how uncomfortable they are with the media. And this happened outside of media access. So this ultimately got him uh, his access revoked. But there's, I think there's more to this story, Doug. And it's just, again, it's a, just the latest example of like victimhood and, wait, we see a victim? Okay, so we're going to rush to Twitter and call the, the the big bad entity, what corporate or uh, USC or Lincoln Riley, the bad guys for doing this. Yeah, look, I, I have friends that work for Lincoln Riley, and no one has had even a half of a bad word about him. And like all things, when you get when somebody gets a privilege revoked, it's never the first time. So I was led to believe that there was some other stuff that happened that they said, hey. You know, and and like, look, it's not that you can't do the story. It's that you can't do the story without the approval of USC football. You know, that's the truth to to the steal. So, yes, it's it's the we are always against the corporation, even before the story actually comes out. So those are the three. It's how that reporter situation came down yesterday. The Rolls Royce talk and uh, just Coach Prime being all about Coach Prime, but the Shadour isn't going to the NFL story. Ooh, I think the reporter story, because it's so roundly, automatically criticized without anybody looking into it. So to all the the newspaper guys or digital reporter guys or or journalism guys that automatically jump to the defense of somebody who they haven't met and they don't know exactly what happened, you're annoying! Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. What do we got, Jay Stu, for because Evan we can? Turner was on, um, was it JJ, po- JJ Reddick's podcast yesterday? He said this.
keep buying it and keep yeah, buying it. Yeah. Before you knew it, I'm like, bro, I literally diminished myself to the point where I'm just like, what do you want me to do? Pass it here, cool. I'll set a screen. A big dog. I'll run the four. I came in as a six, seven point guard. Do you think in your career by embracing the role that you were asked to play, what he was talking about with the irrational confidence, like losing some of that by embracing the role, Bingo. that's ultimately. Yeah, I lost the fuck you that I needed yeah. to play. And it's like when we sit here and it's like, it's only one, like what, 5,000 players or we say like how hard it is to hit this level or even hit the level of play for five years and you guys see it for 17 and a high level. Like, no, you didn't do that normally. You did this shit irrationally. It's totally true. You know, we talked a lot about Justin Fields and his, you know, he was, feels like he was being too robotic and he couldn't be himself. There, there's a mix there, right? You have to be coached to be coachable. On the other hand, you have to be able to just go play. And I think, you know, Evan Turner, now he's sitting there with Andre Godala, who was a 25-a-game night, 25-a-night guy, and J.J. Redick, whose role was quite different. But I do get the point, and I do think it's brilliant. And, oh, yeah, by the way, we can only play it for you without editing it because we can. All right, let me give you my pick of the day. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. Uh, pick of the day comes from the NFL. We talked a little bit about this in the radio show. Justin Fields was is a mess, and he's at least on some level blaming the coaching. Uh, the defensive coordinator, Allen Williams, is not with the team, and no one wants to say why. The left tackle is on the IR, and the Bears weren't any good with the left tackle. Kansas City Chiefs are a 12.5-point favorite. This is going to be a blowout. The Bears are a mess, an absolute mess. Give me the Chiefs before that line moves even more to two touchdowns, and I'll lay the 12.5 points. All right, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Thanks so much for listening. You got the radio show, which this rolls into, or... Uh, daily on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, starting at 3 Eastern time. I'm Doug Gottlieb. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua there's no distance too far for the perfect trip Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.